0: welcome back to avatar the first viewing today we're going to take a look at episode two episode two season one uh titled the avatar returns dun dun, dun. I'm your co-host and avatar expert, Eli. And I am your co-host, Peter.
1: And I am your fact checker slash director, Nikki.
0: We're back in business, baby. Episode two. Episode two. So should I start with a recap? Yes, I believe it is in due time for the official newbie recap. <laughs> newbie Peter, recap. Why don't you kick it off?
2: Okay, so as a resident newbie, I'll try my best to recall. Basically, at the end of the last episode, we see, you know, Zuko gunning for that island because he saw Aang hopping around um, from his telescope thing. Sokka, Sokka? Sokka yeah. uh, sees, you know, that there's a fucking problem and like readies all the men in the village, which all is- All the children. Yeah, himself all and babies. all the toddlers. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, puts this actually pretty badass like Inuit kabuki Makeup. looking like yeah. paint on. But then the battleship just like plunges through the iceberg in half of their village. And Zuko's uh-huh. like, Yo, where the hell is the Avatar? Blah, I know you're hiding him. <laughs> so Ang, I forget, for some reason, like realizes that they the village probably
0: needs his help. So he comes and back. And there's a great shot of him penguin sledding yes. to the rescue. He
2: rides one of those four-finned <laughs> penguins like into the thing. They have like a bit of a fight, which was cool. The mm-hmm. scoring was great. But then he's like, okay, I see. Like he kinda, it's like his first level of like awareness and maturity that he shows. It's like, he looks around and he's like, okay, these people are in danger. Zuko, if I go with you, would you leave them alone? And he's like, okay, fine. So he goes on to the ship. Yeah. On the ship, we see his kind of, we start to see first Ang's like fighting ability and wit where he kind of escapes mm-hmm. the two prison guards is able to, sneak, mm-hmm. to the, sneak to Zuko's quarters to find his, I think, flying staff. But then Zuko is there waiting and they get into a fight. So I have so many thoughts about this fight sequence. That we can come yeah. back to, but that was awesome. Yeah. But uh, eventually the fight gets to the deck of the ship, and then meanwhile yeah. the B-, B side was like Katara and Sokka get blessings from the village elder lady um, mm-hmm. to be like you manifest your destiny <laughs> and boat sucks so take the flying bison and they on Appa, yep yep they they <laughs> catch up to them and they. They rescue him, but before they rescue— or, like, before they all get away together, Aang basically has this, like, weird, like, Psyduck moment where, like, he gets, like, <laughs> flicked in the third eye or some shit, and he waterbends, like, a huge typhoon tornado and, like, yeah.
0: wrecks shit. The first time we see him waterbend.
2: Yes. And then— mm. Which, like, last episode, you were like, oh— is Katara gonna teach Aang? But now it's like, is Aang gonna teach guitar? Like, who knows, you know? So that's exciting. Oh, who's to say? Yeah. Who's to say? Um, so it's probably gonna be a bit of both. But um, so we see that uh, he has untapped potential right there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Very neo. With and then they get The glowing away.
0: eyes, right?
1: Yes. And the glowing, glowing
2: arrow. arrow and the eyes a la Uh huh. And they get away on Appa. And you know the episode ends with like and go like and this is the adventure now.
0: Now it's time to yeah yeah. But they now introduced- it could be an episodic. Thing.
2: exactly but they introduce like the predicament that we were talking about last year or last episode of ang's distraction and ang wanting to like not manifest his responsibility he's like yeah yeah but we got to go over here and like ride the thing, ride the monkeys ride the yeah. monkeys and go over there and like pet a dolphin or some shit like yeah that just like one shows you how vast the universe is going to be to explore right but then also yeah introduces that predicament the inter in the inner kind of uh growing up that he'll have to do too so that's what happened on episode two
0: yeah that does sum it up quite nicely and so i kind of want to uh, i want to jump in before we get you know say too much yep i want us uh know what your predictions are so now it is time for predictions predictions,
2: predictions.
0: um predictions
2: what will happen next
0: let's go uh let's go team avatar that's what they call the little group yeah. Avatar, Sokka, and Katara. Where, where, where are they going next? Team Avatar. Well,
2: okay. Well, I think Aang's probably going to try and like... Because he ultimately controls Appa. Well, not controls, but you know, he, Appa's, yeah. you know, his his boy. And also, yeah. like, he's prob- he's traveled the world, it seems, more than these two. So they'll probably yeah. be dependent on him if he needs to go somewhere to, like, just check out some dolphins or monkeys. But at the same <laughs> okay. time... You know i see them kind of goading him to doing something right oh i just like this might be kind of so so in all honesty i did see like a few episodes in my childhood just like sporadically you know after school nickelodeon right so i don't know if this i think this is pulling from that probably but um he's called the last airbender right so the question is like what happened to all the airbenders so maybe that's what he like does to like try and find
0: out what happened to all the other airbenders
2: yeah, so I think mm-hmm. he's probably gonna maybe try that first. Okay. I mean, it's it just based on just like the fact that there are a bunch of episodes, he's not gonna beeline to the North Pole, right? And also, the North Pole's on the right. literal opposite side of the world. Side so of the world. so, so there's see gonna be the a world, lot of uh, you know? adventures before that. Yeah. They gotta fill
0: up a whole season and entertain a bunch of 10 year olds, right? Right. And 25-year-olds, uh, too. For Zuko, I guess. Team Zuko, maybe. Uh, They've
2: they got to dig themselves out of that kind of avalanche iceberg on top of their ship, which I'm sure they'll do. Yeah. And then some... Because they
0: can just melt it. Yeah. Oh, If you think wait. about it. Yeah,
2: true <laughs> that. Um, they're firebenders. Right. But some... some, I'm sure like Aang left some type of hint in some way so that they can be traced. So I'm sure they're just going to follow their trails. Right. Now that I'm, I'm kind of thinking in circles, why wouldn't they just go back to the water tribe and kind of hold them hostage i, I don't know maybe, I, I don't think they're gonna do oh, that though
0: like go back and be like but then how would they signal qatar i mean yeah i guess they're kind of skirting around the fact that qatar is like nah my tribe will be fine yeah <laughs> yeah i'm <That laughs> not gonna go like back a, and murder like them like a there know? yeah
2: because
0: we got to get the adventure going right yeah, yeah southern water tribe not too exciting besides the penguins yep they, um, they got to go see the whole wild, the earth kingdom maybe the fire kingdom definitely the northern water tribe yeah. And Air Nomads. Yes. And then how has your trajectory, your thoughts on the trajectory of, like, Sokka and Katara have changed at all?
2: Yeah. Um, trajectory of Sokka and Katara, I think not much on uh, Katara. I think Sokka is just, like, such, like, a pacing narrative tool. Just always be the juxtaposed, always be the comic relief, always be the foil to kind of, like, because kids, kids need, like... Intensity, right, followed by yeah. break in, break in intensity with like slapstick. Yeah, or whenever you—that's the Marvel formula. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whenever you need like the uh, someone like the voice of reason, you know, uh-huh. or the society's rule to tell, yeah, you know, Katara, like, no, you can't do that. What, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then Katara has the Katara is like the ideal. The idealism that, you know, that yeah. we instill she's kind of a, the in a way, with. a
0: moral compass. Yes. Um, she's she's sort of like a motherly figure. Yeah. Um, but different than Aang. Because Aang is also, he's also a moral compass in his own way. Because he has this perspective of the air nomads. Yep. Who are super peaceful people. Yeah. As it, it seems. Because, you know, they're kind of modeled after like like, like Buddhist monks. monks yeah, right? like monks. Yeah. And so especially, I think he demonstrates that uh, at the beginning when he says, Okay, if I stop fighting you and you can just take me away, I'll uh, Really yeah, yeah, these that's people, true. yeah, I mean, you know, they, they are good. Yeah, they're good people.
2: Whereas uh is kind of like true neutral.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's still he's still good. He, he but his intentions lie elsewhere. Like he, he I think he still really feels that desire to protect. You know, he kind of has that like and this is something I kind of want to touch on yeah. uh, on the first episode he still has that like very male super male desires he's like i have to protect my family you know yeah like my younger sister is weak and i must protect her even though like you know she's a waterbender and he's not yep. and she mentions that in episode one when he keeps saying things like oh it's just because you're a girl you know and then she even calls him out she's like you are like so annoying and sexist which i would oh yeah i was kind of surprised by considering this came out in, like 2004 and like he kind of embodies that I think so far is he's you know a very classic boy in yeah. a lot of sense yeah senses. well i
2: mean he's like that that dynamic is very much like if you're a, if you're like a young girl or boy watching this you know and you're resonating you like, to, relate to yeah you, you resonate with katara and like sokka says like you're just like uh you throw like a girl like that kind of stuff then yeah. then you know that's the catharsis of like no that's not right you know and yeah. like that's <laughs> So I mean, I mean that's it's good. I, I I'm not saying that that's like too formulaic or too like on the nose or something. I think that's just like yeah. Uh, the nature of a, a content made for you know younger viewers and I think the show does a good job of like balancing that with um, themes can be very basic or they can be very timeless you know what I mean yeah and I think the difference is like execution and like depth totally
0: yeah I mean that's what makes a good show right yeah yeah um, and I think they do a good um, job of it
1: yeah. I totally agree Peter that like that's kind of something we see in TV shows all the time like you can't do this because you're a girl but what I thought was cool is that they yeah. put the word sexism to it like I don't yeah. really remember seeing that a lot TV shows when I was little, like, learning yeah. the ism words. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's really true, yeah. Especially in, the Especially
0: in 2004. <laughs> yeah, both. both. Yeah. It's time to jump into our favorite scenes. Yep, yep. So, Peter, what was your favorite scene?
2: Gotta be the fight scene starting from Zuko's quarters on the ship with Aang.
0: Yeah, um, I think mine's the same. Yeah,
2: and so let's both nerd out over that. That goes over to the deck. The two things that struck out the most was, one, fighting sequences reminiscent of, like, Jackie Chan. Oh, totally. Yeah.
0: 'Cause he's he starts out like disabled in a way, right? He's handcuffed yep. and has to like be a goofball about yep. it, but somehow expertly does yep. it. They yeah. definitely
2: had Jack and Chan in mind or like took inspiration from it, which I love. And yeah. this is kind of overlapping, but uh slapstick and physical humor, which yeah. you actually don't see totally. in a lot of uh Western content. Yeah. So I loved it. You see slapstick uh-huh. when like Zuko or not Zuko, uh
0: Sokka like falls off that a different kind of slapstick. Yeah, yeah. That's what kids yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But this is a this is more of a physical content Comedy kind of thing that you're you're talking well, about. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's but like
2: uh, when when he yeah. throws that boomerang and it hits Zuko in the back of the head and he gets like yeah, super funny face. Yeah. like that kind of humor. You don't really see it in Western content, and I and I loved it. But you also see it in the yeah. fight scene where, you know, Aang kind of uses wit and airbending to escape from the two guards. Yeah. And
0: you're right. He he just yeets the mattress at yep. him. Like, oh, it, yeah. And, it was very... Like, Zuko does not see it coming it at all. Very, like, uh,
2: Hulk smashing yeah. <laughs> it was very
0: Hulk-smashing
2: Loki. Yeah. It was yeah, totally. it was super just like jaw-on-floor-like gasp, ha. Yeah. And, uh, but other than that, like, yeah, very much similar themes of Jackie Chan action sequences where it's like he starts from a position... Position of like disadvantage he uses a lot of like props they show the choreography pretty well i, I think the fight yeah. choreography even out even before bending is added is actually very entertaining and then they add in the layers and i'm excited to see how- like my favorite things about super power e shows like this is how innovative they get with how the powers are used. Yes, totally. not, not just like, oh, now I'm a level 10. Now I'm level 20. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm level 30. This is the last level, I swear. Oh, now my hair <laughs> turns blue. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought uh, I thought it was fucking great, man. And also the score. The yeah. scoring. It's a little bit ADD. It's so exciting. Uh, Because it's a kid's show. Like, yeah. it'll go from like, duh, 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 to like, wah-wah. Yeah. And like... <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then back to yeah.
2: In a span of ten seconds, so but but you know, it, as it's a kids show, I, I'm for it. Yeah, a uh, little bit like ADD for me, but it, 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 still love it. Yeah. Uh, what what do you like about the fight scene?
0: I what I really liked about it is that it is clear from this. This is kind of like building on the what it's kind of at the same time, it's world building. Yeah, because what I loved about it was that Zuko seems like he's never fought an airbender before.
2: Ah, uh, when,
0: he, when he's fighting yep. Aang, because he's every, every it seems like most everyone he's fought are firebenders. He re- really doesn't have that much combat training, he trains against Good his inside, like solo man. firebenders. Yeah, let's get inside. so he's really only used to fighting them, and they're super like honorable, super aggressive in their style yep. a lot of it is about their force yep. right yep but Aang is all about defense he doesn't he ba- he doesn't even like attack him at all
2: oh i didn't even he's, think he's about just that. trying to
0: avoid him the yeah. whole time he's he like stands behind him he's like dashing around his back and zuko's like get out here and fight me you know yeah like, yeah yeah zuko seems like I, I don't know just the way his form almost like he's redoing like what he's learned with iroh it's yeah. very precise all of his movements yeah and ang it has that Jackie Chan thing where he's just like, yeah, yeah, drunken master. He's going free form. Yeah. He's going, he's going loco. You know, yeah, what I yeah. Mean? It's
2: organic. Um, yeah.
0: Riding his little, his little ball. Yeah, thing, I love that thing. Yeah, his air ball all around. Yeah, um, and then. He hits him, he plays dirty. He hits him with a mattress yeah. and Zuko just didn't expect it at all. Yeah. And I just, I just, that's what I love so much about it is Zuko was totally unprepared v- very, for what Aang had to offer.
2: Very poignant. It's like if you've been boxing all your life and you fight an MMA fighter, like he- Exactly. That's yeah, what happened in this fight. I think, fight. I think there's an aspect mm-hmm. of that. So I imagine like there's going to be like the next fight, he's not going to fall for the first trick, but he's going to fall for the second yeah. trick. You know, like,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the scenes I love is the first time when Aang is like under the water and you see him, his eyes glow, and just just because the that shows like the scale of what Aang can yep. do. When he comes up in that tornado thing out of the water. Yep. So this being episode two, this is the first time that you're like, Whoa, this guy can do some serious yep. shit. Like he has some untold yep. power. And it's and it seems mysterious even to to everyone else, even Aang. Yeah. Like he just passes out afterwards. Yeah. I am excited to see you learn more about that. Yeah. Because I know all about what yeah. just happened. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I think uh, they do a really good job of like giving you like reeling you in slowly. Um, and yeah. just like that's a hook. All right, mm-hmm. well, we're gonna give you a little tidbits of this, you know, through a the l- course. A
0: little taste of his true yeah. some some wild shit that you're gonna see later yeah. in the season. Yeah. Okay, I think I kinda wanna uh, move it on to critiques. critiques. Well,
2: I have a ton of things I love, but I did think of one particular critique. It was the fact that, like, the grandma was not that believable, and the fact that, like, she gave the blessing for them to leave was, like, instantaneous because initially yeah. <laughs> initially she was like uh, I agree maybe the airbender it, isn't it's not good for him to be here and yeah blah 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 and then like five minutes later she's like yeah you now you have entered you have to say yeah him. like now your are have chance pa- or, <laughs> what am I saying now your crawls have passed yeah. and you must manifest your own destiny <laughs> you two able the only two able-bodied youngins in the tribe just leave us to in this so Yeah." I'll
0: Oh. It, it felt a lot like a video game in like the starting area. And it's like, I've lived my whole life in this little village. Yes. And this is as far as away from home as I've ever been. And all the elders are like, nice, no. Nice But then there's a call to action. And then immediately, for some reason, because you want to play the rest of the game. The game makers know you want to play the rest of the game. And it's the same thing with this show. Yeah. We're like, can they just go to the Earth Kingdom? And like I want to learn about the Earthbenders yep. now. And so yeah. <laughs> the grandma really has to be like, I... Peace out and we'll be fine here. don't worry about it yeah and as a kid
2: viewer it's like you don't even catch that or like understand the layers of that as an older viewer i'm like i don't even hate it because you know that's it's a kid show
0: because and you want them to leave the south pole if it was like more (laughs) you want the story to move but
2: like there was a nugget of like "Eh, that's not believable but fine but if it was like a rated r retelling or something it would have probably been like no how could you leave us like you're abandoning your family yeah and and they have to sneak off and they have to reckon with that yeah and it's kind of dark
0: and it's like they come back later and they're all dead. Or yeah, something, yeah, or. yeah.
2: Or like some of them are alive and like bitter, like the toddler would be
0: like a bitter like
2: thing, but then yeah. they ultimately, at the end of the entire show, they're like thankful
0: or something, I don't know. Hey, but well, who's to say some of these things might come up in Avatar or in Legend of Korra? Yeah. These so, themes fair, might fair, be present and I, again, I don't want to speak too soon, but you'll have to keep watching. Yeah, but that is
2: that is my one critique that I
0: have. My critique. I kind of mentioned this. Uh, I touched on this before last episode. Where I was like, where is everyone? <laughs> Where's all the... I thought about more and I was like, oh, like Sokka mentioned, like, oh, dad's off finding the war. Presumably all the males in the tribe. And it seems like a lot of the maybe the able-bodied females as well yeah. uh, were all fighting a war. I don't know. I think they're dead. I can't really recall exactly. I feel like that's
2: exactly what is implied. What happened. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but one thing I, I thought about... This is just a larger question about the hundred years between Aang freezing and the store picking up. Yep. It's like, how does the Fire Nation successfully mount attacks on the Water Nation? Because Are you just talking about... they have boats, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, think about it, like... I'm going to get you. And like, you see them like with their huge boats. They probably came with big fleets. Like in the intro, there's there's like three boats parked on the shore. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of Fire Nation soldiers. Like they just landed. Well, right.
2: I think it's that one. um, I think it's a peaceful tribe. So their initial true like it was like a sneak attack thing their initial insight was not to like fuck up their boats uh two yeah. i think technology and politics probably plays a huge factor yeah and two avid this shows credit i hate it when like superpower shows the superpowers the mm-hmm. world revolves around only the superpower
0: it's true i, I yeah. love
2: it when like the rules of society like social pressure politics bureaucracy capitalism all those things apply on top of a sci-fi yeah. superpower like my hero does that super well alchemist brotherhood does that super well actually attack on titan does that super well. that's a good point
0: yeah because yeah now that i'm thinking about it sometimes when watching these superhero shows you're like why don't the benders just be the fascist police of the world you know and that's kind of how the fire nation is and maybe since they're the ones to say hey let's have the all the firebenders be like the elites in society and like rule then maybe that's why they became the fascists and those are the ones that did that and say let's use our bending to full effect and make all decisions come from benders. Yep. You know? I mean, that's
2: some X-Men shit uh, And that right doesn't there. seem
0: to be the case in the waterbenders, uh, at least in the Southern Water Tribe. Maybe all the benders are fighting the war. Yep. Grandma is not a bender. Yeah. You know, only Katara.
2: And I also think like, my guess is that most waterbenders aren't as powerful as like what ang was able to do maybe
0: i don't don't know yeah i don't want to dive too (laughs) too much into that though i I, get trying to avoid spoilers yep
2: oh here's one i this is something that i was going to mention last time and i forgot i think it's super charming the screen dimension ratio just takes me back to oh yeah like one of those like non-flat screen tvs what are they called
0: the dlp i don't don't know fact check fact check oh my god it's time for the fact check nikki
2: Woo, (laughs) John, the Kill Bill.
1: (laughs) Time for a fact check.
2: How do you even Google that?
1: CRT cathode ray tube. Oh yes, cathode ray
0: tube. Yes, CRT TVs famous today in the Smash Melee community Uh, for being having. Two milliseconds less of input lag, and they still use them in tournaments. Dude, that, <laughs> the That's
2: such a good factoid. Also, just like, it's relatively lo-fi animation compared to kind of what yeah. we're used to. You know the thing in, like, older animations where, like, the background looks like one color, and then the character that moves and the one object they're going to interact with yeah. looks different?
0: Like, you see that? You can tell they're going to grab the thing off yeah, the shelf yeah, yeah. because it's the only thing that looks yep. different. Yeah.
2: I see that, and... Yeah. As a kid, it kind of bothered me, right? But now it's like a kind of like a charming nostalgia factor.
0: Because everything nowadays is going to be computer animated, right? So each of those objects, they could just copy and paste them.
2: Oh, and I'm just on a roll now. Going back to like comic culture of like kid shows having very like distinct colors, distinct differentiators between good and bad. There's no reason that Inuits should have blue dyed Fur coats, right? <laughs> you know, but but <laughs> there should be everyone brown. in the water tribe wears be blue. If there was everyone yeah. in
0: the Fire Nation wears yeah. red.
2: Um, I think Earth Kingdom. I saw green. Yeah, but Aang has this like orange. Yeah, you know, yellow getup because yeah. he's the main
0: character. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of that, I I recognized again that. The firebenders, like the soldiers, they have total stormtrooper syndrome. Oh, that's true. Where they're like faceless men. They're wearing masks. And so it's totally, you don't feel bad about any of these main characters, just like, Beating them up, you know, yeah, and they don't kill them, it's always non lethal.
2: Yeah. I have a question for you, and it's up, it's up to you if uh okay. if you want to answer it or not. But um, is this like a non lethal show because it's just a kid's show? Because uh, there are younger kid's shows that still have I,
0: deaths, like the Clone Wars definitely has like a lot of death on yeah. screen, and that's definitely a kid's show. I kind of don't want to answer yep. that, um, but I will say. And, you know, the, the tone definitely changes a bit as it goes on because the characters age yep. and so has so the, so audience the audience because yep. the show has been on That's for a couple of years. what I love to and- hear.
1: Something I did want to fact check from last episode yeah. is that the person who voices Aang is 12 years old at the start of this show so we are gonna hear him in theory age grow and go through puberty and stuff yes. and a related point that I'm thinking about is Eli pointed out that his fight style in that scene uh with Zuko was very just like defense I'm curious with what we're talking about, if it's going to become more violent mm. because I feel like it's easier to be on the side of him as a main character if he's just kind of like peaceful and fights out of defense. Yeah. But I'm sure his mission will call for more violence yes. eventually.
0: Yeah, mm. that is that is a really good point. Um, yes. And I'm excited to see you guys. That be potentially explored in the future. Yes. This is so many times in this episode or this whole podcast, I'm going to be give that like winky face. Like you'll have to watch. <laughs> you'll have to wait and yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. And I really want to talk about things like last episode, you had some really almost a hundred percent spot on predictions. And I was like, I had, I just, no matter what, I just have to be like, who's to say, <laughs> who knows what is to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I'll say is that the avatar, last airbender definitely like the maturity level Increases as the show progresses, and in Legend of Korra, the maturity is much higher because they're assuming that the people who watched Avatar are going to be—they'll have with them a couple more years under their belt, so they can do some and they can explore some more mature themes yeah. in that show. As well. and, I, and I and I love that, and I can't wait for that. The next section I want to cover is our totally bogus <laughs> college essay thesis. Yep, yep. I kind of mentioned mine. Mine was what i was saying is there is no way that the fire nation would be able to mount an assault against the waterbenders <laughs> because they have to get there by boat. Yeah. And assuming that the waterbenders can just control the waves yeah. or control the, you know, the tides, it's like
2: the, the current. Yeah,
0: yeah. To some degree, cause their boats to sink yeah. or flip over. Yeah. Like I would be terrified if I was a firebender like we're on water. And we're approaching the fire, the water nation. Yeah, I hope they don't see us. Right, like that's the only way that they're gonna get there.
2: All right, I think um, I think that's a valid freshman year essay.
0: You know, but I appreciated the complexity added onto it. Like, it's it's more than just like you know, people think of. Imaginary battle scenarios, as in this is happening in a void, but no battle happens in a void. There's politics surrounding it. Maybe the Fire Nation, they weakened the Water Nation by like putting in like puppet emperors or puppet tribe leaders that like nice to the Fire Nation. And maybe they, they, it didn't happen from a massive scale invasion. It happened peacefully. Yep. Or in a, like through political corruption. Who's, I don't really know the history that well. I think it's time to wrap it up. We want to shout out Zip Recruiter (laughs) for. Again, sponsoring this episode. We'll just keep saying it. I'm manifesting ZipRecruiter right
2: ZipRecruiter.
0: now. ZipRecruiter. Me undies. What's that other I one? If I keep
2: saying it. Uh, LegalZoom. LegalZoom. Legal <laughs> Zoom.
0: Legal <laughs> Zoom. I'm going to manifest Legal Zoom. Yeah. All those lawyers out there that are nerds yeah. about Avatar. a fucking
2: uh, 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 cricket protein.
0: Man. Squarespace. Squarespace. Right. Squarespace is such a popular one, yeah. Thank you all so much again for listening to episode two of our podcast. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to this, that will helping help us out so much, more than anything, really, just leaving those reviews so that other people can see it and listen and hang out with us just like you. With that, I'll say goodbye to Peter, not to Nikki, because she lives with me.
2: <laughs> goodbye, guys. Thanks for listening. And have Bye-bye. a good one, you Nikki, bye.
0: See ya.